Welcome to a marketing podcast, where it's all about marketing strategy. And now your host, Matt Coco. G'day and welcome to session number four of a marketing podcast. I'm Matt and today we're talking about understanding and developing your target audience as part of your marketing strategy. So let's get to it. Okay, so to get this uh, session four started, let's do a little recap on session two and three, uh, which included the start of our marketing strategy journey, if you will. That was session two, where we talked about what a marketing strategy is and why you need one. If you're still on the fence, make sure you go and check that out. That's session two. And in session three, we talked about developing goals and objectives and how they work together to you know, develop a path, a line towards success for your marketing. And we also went over how uh, they're different, which is one of those things that uh, keeps coming up. So go check out session three if you want to do a little bit of digging into developing goals and objectives. And uh, I think it'll be well worth it, especially before we jump into audiences to understand what we're trying to achieve uh, for our business And then we'll be able to connect our audiences to what we're trying to achieve. And it'll make much more sense as we develop them out. The other thing to remember is if you haven't already, go and grab that marketing strategy template. It'll make it much easier for you to follow along through these first uh, nine podcast sessions. Uh, As we walk through the marketing strategy, you'll be able to take some notes. And by the end of that, you'll essentially have a marketing strategy ready to execute. So go and check that out. And you'll find it on the website uh, on the session notes for this session four, which will be a marketingpodcast.com forward slash session four. All right, so let's jump into what your target audience is all about. And the first thing I want to point out is that you need to develop more than one target audience. I'm yet to find a business uh, company product service in the world that caters very directly to only one type of audience, only one audience. For example, let's jump right into something that would appear to be fairly direct. Harry's.com, you may have seen these, they're uh, a a low-cost shaver, face shaver for men. And when you go and check out their website or you look at any of their marketing, it's fairly clear that they're targeting men uh, who like to shave, so the bearded guys. Uh, or those like myself who like to shave sparingly, um, you know, maybe not aligned to Harry's shavers. The thing there is, what about a girlfriend or wife who likes their significant other to have a nicely shaved face? Or even a, you know, a mum or a parent or something like that that wants to buy it as a present or, or a gift for a birthday or Christmas? That is already developing a second and potentially third audience right there. You still wanna consider if those additional audiences are viable for your marketing. So you don't want it to get out of control and start creating audiences for, uh, you know, for mum and for the girlfriend and for the wife. You know, you don't wanna be that specific at this point. You still wanna create audiences that you are willing to dedicate marketing effort and potentially dollars towards. So that'll keep it in order. Uh, The goal is definitely not to create a million audiences for the sake of creating million audiences. So understanding that you probably should have more than one audience, maybe two, maybe three, maybe several, uh, several depends on the uh, product and service you're offering. 
what we want to do is identify those audiences. And I've basically broken those into two groups to uh, develop some theory around creating those. So obviously you have current customers, unless you're quite literally launching a brand new product uh, and you have zero customers, you're going to have some customers already in place that will help you develop that audience. Now, you may or may not get several audiences right there just by talking to your current audience, uh, current customers, but you will want to dig into those current customers, give them a call, uh, do some surveys, you know, talk to them in person and, and see what it was that got them to choose your product or service in the first place. And through talking to several of your customers, you'll likely identify a different um, a different group of audience uh, between them, even though they're buying exactly the same product. They may be finding it in a different way. They may be um, using it for a different purpose, which all equates to a different audience and different uh, targeting that we need to consider uh, throughout our marketing. The second group there, of course, is potential customers. So those that aren't in the door yet. These are the customers that you can see that your product or service would provide a benefit to someone who you know doesn't even know that you exist yet. You may have a pretty good idea on where to find these potential customers or after talking to your current customers, you may realize that the one that you thought you had all along actually isn't there yet. So we want to jot those down and remember those potential customers uh, as we jump into the next step which is developing your audience and the details for each audience group. Another element to developing your audiences on top of customers that you have and potential customers is the products that you have. You'll likely have an audience per product. Okay, so let's talk about developing your audience's details. And what I'm talking about here is at this point, you've established the audiences that you're going to spend marketing time and effort and money towards. So you may have two or three or four. Uh, either way, what we want to do is develop their details specifically. So if you do happen to have the marketing strategy template, you'll be able to reference these titles uh, directly and fill them out for each audience. Uh, the strategy does include uh, the, t the strategy template does include six audience groups. You may have more, you may have less. Uh, either way, it doesn't really matter. But these divisions. Uh, these sections of detail, if you will, for each audience is in that template. So the first one is giving the audience a name. Have a bit of fun with this, something like middle-aged dudes or female teeny boppers. Give them some sort of name that you can identify them by as you work through your marketing um, efforts and, and your campaigns later on when we start to execute the strategy. The next item is the description. So this is where we want to list out the particular elements of this audience, the demographics, if you will. So things like age range, uh, male, female, uh, hobbies, if there's a specific hobby or, or um, pastime that relates to your particular audience, uh, professions, you know, where they typically work or what type of work they typically do, uh, if that helps distinguish the particular audience. There may be other factors as well, depending on your audience. So go ahead and just list those out here. Create a list of things that basically bracket this audience to help somebody understand uh, who they are. So for example, the, the middle-aged dudes example, you could write down that they're 45 to 55 years of age, they're male, they typically shave, 
and they have white collar jobs in suburban areas. So that'll help us with things like targeting as we get into our marketing, maybe even paid media. We'll be able to really pick out where the middle-aged dudes hang out. The next one is where they are. And that's a very basic term, a basic phrase to talk about where the audience is in regards to marketing impressions. So where can we get to this audience with our marketing efforts? It's that simple. The more intimate you can be with the locations and the particular channels at this point, the better, uh, assuming that you're not going to use interruption marketing as a, as a tactic. So if you can determine that the middle-aged dude is typically at the pub on a Thursday night, you know, that kind of thing helps you identify that, you know, maybe there's some marketing opportunities within uh, the pubs around uh, where you do business or you know, if you're an online store, maybe there's a, a particular website or a particular, uh, uh, you know, news site or something like that that relates to these audiences. And that'll help you as we most definitely when we get to the marketing mix area, but uh, also now to determine your audiences and really start to set them apart. The last section is messaging for this audience. So what I'm talking about here is developing a general tone, a, a type of speech to use for each audience. I'm definitely not talking about developing the particular copy that you'd place in your in your designs, whether it's you know web banners or direct mail pieces. We're not talking about that level of messaging at this point. But what we want to do is start to develop how we would talk to this audience. You also want to remember your brand's voice when developing this, uh, you know, messaging description. If uh, your brand, for example, is a, a little cheeky in tone, uh, we'll stick with our uh, middle-aged dudes example um, and using the Harry's product, their audience, you know, would be typically, you know, a 40-year-old or maybe even 30, maybe even 20, who knows, uh, male. But understanding that they're, uh, brand is a little cheeky yet still refined and somewhat premium. Uh, there's a tone that you want to use that use there, and it may be as simple as writing down uh, in the messaging section of the template there that it's talk to these people like Old Spice talks to their audience. You know, quite cheeky but also has a, a premium kind of tone to it when referring to the to the deodorant ads, of course, uh, not so much the soap ads or any of their other products, but. Uh, just as a rough example to help uh, help you understand that each audience should have a particular messaging, a particular sort of tone that you talk to uh, when we're when we're marketing towards them. It's really to help you understand the audience better and and come back to them uh, during your marketing. If if you happen to get stuck on, um, you know, when you do get to writing the copywriting. Uh, maybe you want to come back to this section and say, you know, what what resonates with these people? What what had I established as the way to talk to this particular audience? And that'll help you get through that uh, little block there. Okay, so now what I want to do is talk through uh, a couple of the audiences that I've established for a marketing podcast. Um, I think by giving you these, these couple of examples, uh, we can just have a little discussion and uh, it'll start to make sense as to what the objective of an audience is. So, the first audience I have is the small business owner. That's the name. And the description reads, owners of small businesses 
who are responsible for the marketing of their own business. The type of business, the, the type of small business doesn't matter, so long as they're solely responsible for marketing their business. Any age from 19 to 60-ish, 60-ish, male and female, hardworking folks. That's the description. So it's it's a pretty good uh, overview of who the small business owner is in my mind, uh, which is what's important. There is no wrong or right answer to these uh, because you are the person in charge of your marketing. So as long as that resonates with you and helps you understand who you're talking to, that's the goal. Where are they? I've got at conventions, trade shows, on LinkedIn and Twitter as particular social channels that the small business owner hangs out on, uh, at local chamber of commerce events, uh, and maybe tied to their to their office chairs as a little uh, cheeky way of saying that these folks are, um, you know, they're hardworking, they're head down, and they're always going to be in and around their business. Uh, of course, depending on the type of their business, if they're a personal trainer, they're probably not going to be tied to an office chair, but the theory there is that they will be close to their business where they're doing business more often than not. As far as messaging for this audience goes, I've got down to be direct, provide value proposition quickly, help understand complex items in simple terms, uh, provide ways to get more information when convenient for them, and also may require more touch points than others as they head down, as they are heads down workers, meaning their time is at a premium and you may have to kind of, you know, just sneak in there a few times to actually get their attention. And then when you do, you want to be pretty direct and get the value across to them very quickly. That's probably a good idea for most audiences, but especially for small business owners uh, that are doing their own marketing because more often than not, the marketing tasks are going to be second priority to the business tasks. Okay, so that's audience number one for a marketing podcast, the small business owner. For audience number two, I've got small business marketer in exclamation marks, in in quotation marks, sorry, the freelancer. For a description, I've got totally mobile and fast paced. Stopping only to perform production tasks, they will be consistently developing their knowledge, the knowledge of their craft, whilst having to juggle the development of their own business i.e. getting more work as they're doing work. Around 25 to 45 years of age in general for this particular group of freelancers that I'd like to target. They live on their laptops. They also enjoy their personal time and space a little more than others. Typically, a freelancer is that kind of person. They're a freelancer for a reason. And I've also got likely at industry-related events as social outings and, and networking outings. So... Uh, just a bit of a description there on on who they are and, and what they look like. As far as where they are, I've got on blogs, definitely in social media, and in coffee shops or co-working spaces. If you're a freelancer, you, uh, you're you typically going to spend some time in a coffee shop or a co-working space when you're not in your home office. Uh, I think that's pretty fair to say. There's some freelancers out there that uh, don't hang out in coffee shops. I'd love to hear about it. That'd be a cool story. All right, as far as messaging for this audience goes, I've got cutting edge yet value adding. You always need to provide a way for them to establish a way for them to make money on your ideas. So if I'm going to try and sell something to a freelancer, the justification for them to actually purchase would be so that they can turn it around and get more instant value, financial value as a as a best case scenario for getting the sale for a freelancer. 
You always want to relate to efficiency where possible. Once again, relating to who they are and always being on the go. If you can do things more efficiently, they're going to be up for that. And you need to be able to communicate to them at unique times by virtue of them not being tied to an office from a nine-to-five job. So it's it's good and bad in that you may have some more time during the day to communicate to them, whereas uh, folks who work for uh, companies in, in nine-to-five kind of jobs, you may need to hit them uh, after work if you're trying to sell something personal or during work if you're trying to sell something related to their particular profession. But as a freelancer, it's... I wouldn't say it's the opposite, but there's opportunities to sell more personal stuff during those hours uh, and some more work stuff maybe later on when they're off off work for the day. It would uh, it would come down to, to some trials and, and some testing to see how that goes down, but the fact that they are able to consume more marketing during their day by virtue of uh, you know not having the boss looking over their shoulder... Uh, watching them on Facebook or anything like that. So that's an opportunity, maybe a con, maybe a, maybe a, uh, an opportunity, but either way, something to point out. So that's two of the audiences for a marketing podcast. I've got a couple more that I haven't fully developed uh, to this point, but I hope those examples give you some insight into the, the structure and the detail that you want to put towards your audience. That much information will give you what you need to develop your marketing mix. Later on, when you start to execute the particular tactics, we'll dig further into those audiences. And what you'll find is that the small business owner can be found at certain different places. So we'll try them all from a media targeting point of view, but also from a, a social channel choice and, and what type of messaging we use and when. Uh, those things we'll have to play around with, but we'll have a gist of where the small business owner is and how they like to communicate Uh, because we've done this legwork up front in the audiences section. Okay, as a quick review here of developing your audience, the first thing you want to do is understand that you're going to have more than one audience. If you only have one audience, I wouldn't say there's something wrong, but I would say expand. See what else you can do. See, See who else you can find, because your marketing will be up for hitting multiple people at once. So... Try and get more than one audience, but you also want to make sure that the audiences you develop are viable audiences for your marketing efforts. So you don't want to have one and you don't necessarily want to have 20 unless you're some giant company with a bunch of products and services and there's 20 different user personas and audiences to target with your marketing. Uh, You don't want to get that crazy as a small business owner. So I would say keep it to, you know, two or three, maybe even four or five, depending on your budget and your ability to execute the marketing that that many audiences would require. You also want to develop your audiences by including the name, the description, where they are, and the messaging, as we discussed. In the marketing strategy template, uh, like I mentioned earlier, there's six audiences sections to the template. Uh, Don't feel obliged to have exactly six. Basically, what I'm trying to say is pick what's right for you, pick what you are willing to market towards and make sure that there is enough information around that audience to make the marketing viable to get a good ROI. All right, so that wraps up session number four of a marketing podcast where we've developed our audiences as part of our marketing strategy. In the next session, session number five, we'll talk about section number four of the marketing strategy, which is the marketing SWOT or marketing audit.
this process is going to help us identify where we will be able to to best spend our marketing uh, as far as the time and money point of view goes and produce the best results. So if you've done marketing in the past, it will serve as your marketing audit to figure out how your efforts went in the past, see what you got back from them and see if they still align with your new strategy and your new audiences. Uh, and if you if you haven't done any marketing before and this is your first sort of kick at the can, then the marketing swap will help you identify some of your uh, personal and your business strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats in relation to marketing. So I'm sure you've probably done a swap before as a as a practice in your business plan by making a marketing SWOT we're putting that small twist on it to uh, really dig into what our marketing opportunities are and our strengths weaknesses and threats of course okay guys that's it for session number four thanks again for joining me you can grab all the show notes for today's session at a marketingpodcast.com forward slash session four Make sure to reach out and leave some comments on that page if you have any, and I'll make sure to check those out as well. Okay, guys, thanks for joining me again for session number four of a marketing podcast. I'm Matt, and we'll see you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Make sure to visit the website at www.amarketingpodcast.com. We hope to see you again soon. Bye for now.